Hey family, in this video, we're going to be talking about the four frequencies you must emit in order to attract sustainable success. But before we get into uh, a lot of points that I have for you, make sure you get uh, or download today's worksheet. In this worksheet, you'll be able to see within the spectrum where you fall when it comes to the emotional frequencies most humans emit. And this worksheet is going to show you or begin to reveal to you where you lie so that you won't be lying to yourself, so that you will be in position to be lying beside the success you desire. But let's get right into the four freaks. I'm going to go ahead and give them to you already. And then we're going to amplify them and we're going to uh, open up more opportunities for dialogue and discussion and possibly the opportunity for me to serve you in a deeper way. The four frequencies you must emit, E-M-I-T, in order to attract sustainable success are enlightenment, love, joy, and peace. These are the four highest frequencies a human can emit to bring the things that are legitimate, right? And these four frequencies can only be found in a thriving relationship with God. No other place can a human experience or emit these level of frequencies. There's no other place you can do this outside of a thriving relationship with God. And the reason why I want to make that clear is because most people will try to go out there and get it other ways. And you may be able to experience the counterfeit versions of these things, but you won't be able to really embrace the authentic, real versions that only a God can give to his children to ensure they attract the sustainable success that he has already predestined for them to walk into. So we already said that these four frequencies are enlightenment, love, joy, and peace. Now, before we get into amplifying these four frequencies and, and really getting into some more uh, 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 discoveries, let's define what emit is. Emit, E-M-I-T means to release, project, or radiate. In this context, it suggests the idea that success frequencies are qualities or energies that individuals must consciously project or radiate in order to attract sustainable success. Each and every one of us are emitting. We are releasing qualities, energies, vibrations, frequencies that, that invade or, or immerse themselves into other people's frequencies. That's why it's important to catch a vibe so that you won't lose a vibe. See, it's important for you to already be immersed in frequencies of God so that you can emit the frequencies of God so that you can attract the things of God. So emitting means to release. What are you releasing? Are you releasing positive energies, positive frequencies, positive vibrations, or neutral or negative ones? It says to project or radiate. Do you know the world that we live in is first spiritual? That the enlightenment, that the spiritual activity that one embodies begins to permeate from them and then begins to attract things. The issue is a lot of us are emitting from other areas that are more in our body realm, emotional and mental realm, but we're not getting to the core of ourselves to emit the spiritual things, to release the things of God, to project the things of God, and to radiate. Now, the last three of the high frequencies that we talked about are evident where? The fruit of the Spirit. The Bible talks about, let me go ahead and share it, uh, talks about how the fruit of the Spirit, notice it didn't say the fruits 
of the spirit. Because if you hear the word fruits, it implies that each one or one can live without the other. But you can't have one without the other. But you notice that the highest uh, uh, of the top three is love, joy, peace. Now, let me go ahead and pull up the fruit of the spirit because we're going to really uh, uh, amplify this in Galatians 5. Uh, let me get the, another version. Uh, let me see. Give me one second. Let me go ahead and post this, this verse so that we can rehearse on what it, on what is required for us to have that true success. Let me go ahead and post it right here. It says in Galatians, it's loading. In Galatians 5, 22 to 23, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. Now, the first three are energies. Those are embodiments. Those are perspectives. Those are mindsets. Those three, love, joy, peace, which is pre- uh, a pre the prerequisite of it is enlightenment are things that you have or harness. Now, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control is what you project, is what you radiate, is what you emit. But if you don't have the legit core qualities of love, joy, peace that spawns from enlightenment, then you're, you can't be patient. You can't be kind. You can't be good. You can't be faithful. You can't be gentle. You can't be self-controlled. So when we begin to embody the core four or the core three, core four, then we'll be able to express, emit, radiate, and project a level of patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those things will then begin to draw things. It's going to be hard for you to draw success if you're not patient. It's going to be very hard for you to draw success if you're not kind. We're talking about in different compartments, whether it's relational, personal, or professional. You're not going to be able to draw things in those categories if you're not a genuinely good person. Now, you may be able to draw them because you're faking it, but you won't be able to sustain it because you're not embodying it. You can't be faithful to your spouse, faithful to your children, faithful to God. If you don't, if you don't embody this, you can't, you can't do be gentle or self-control. If you don't have this in your soul. Now, the reason why I love this text is because the writer did not just write these sporadically. The author wrote this strategically and specifically and in a specific order. See, in order for you to be self-controlled, gentle, faithful, good, kind, or patient, peaceful, joyful, you must first know that you're loved. When a person knows that they're loved, then they'll find the fullness of God the fullness of joy, which is in the presence of God, which then it will give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. And when you have a peace that surpasses all understanding, then you can't help but be patient. And once you're patient, you're kind. When you're kind, you'll do good. When you do good, you'll see what it means to be faithful. And when you're faithful, you're going to be gentle and then you're going to be self-controlled. Now, we'll talk more about that in, in other areas, but let's get back uh, to expounding upon these four frequencies. But before we get into love, joy, and peace, you have to be enlightened. When a person is not enlightened about who they are in God, 
and who they are as children of God or enlightened on what their purpose is, they will not be able to embrace the higher level of frequencies of God's love, joy, and peace. Now, each of us at our certain, we are at certain levels of frequency. Those who are operating at high levels of joy, high levels of peace, high levels of love are individuals who are enlightened from the above. They know who they are. They know whose they are. They know exactly what they're supposed to do within within realm, within within understanding, within the, the level of the Holy Spirit revealing to what God wants to be revealed. Right. But some people are operating in low level of peace, low level of joy, low level of love because they're believers. But because they're not fully enlightened about God's love, their unworthiness is making them feel worthless. And because they don't really understand God in his full and his fullness in regards to how he wants to reveal himself, then people would not be able to operate in a level of joy or level of peace because they don't know how much of God do you know? How much of God, you know, will be how much of God you show. And how much of God you will flow with. So let's break down some of these points. I have a lot of things I want to cover and get to. And I also want you guys to get to that worksheet and then begin to see how I can help you going forward. Now, enlightenment, love, joy, and peace are considered high frequencies because they reflect positive and harmonious state of being. I love that. Harmonious. Because God is in harmony within himself. He wants to create individuals who are also in harmony of themselves so they can be in harmony with him. And when they are in harmony with him, then they can learn how to be in harmony with others. Then when you learn how to be in harmony with others, then you can create value in the marketplace. Then you can recreate value in your relationships. And then you will begin to see those different areas rise to higher levels of fulfillment. You and I cannot rise to higher levels of fulfillment in every area of our lives if we're not operating at a high level of frequency that comes from high level relationship. High-level fellowship leads to high-level frequency. High-level frequency leads to high-level fulfillment. This is all in my fulfillment program. So I'm kind of giving you a taste of it and, and, and giving you the value. Now, enlightenment by, uh, uh, in this context is operating from a place of enlightenment involves heightened awareness, clarity, and understanding. This state allows for wise decision-making and a broader perspective essential for navigating challenges. You and, my, you and I, my friend, we will face challenges of various kinds. That's why the Bible says, count it all joy. My brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, knowing this, that the testing of your faith will produce patience. And when patience has had its full effect, you will be whole, you will be perfect, complete and lacking up. That verse is so layered. In order for me to become whole, complete, and lacking in nothing, I first must have the ability to count. Spiritual mathematics is key for success. If I don't know how to count my situations and I end up miscounting my situations, then I will miss out on situations that are desired. First, I got to know how to count. First, I have to be enlightened. In order, in order for me to properly count and do the proper math spiritually, I cannot be focused on the negative. Joy puts me in a disposition or a perspective to be able to see. But in order for me to get to that level of joy, I have to have a level of awareness to be able to accurately count what's in front of me. That's enlightenment. Then when a person is enlightened, then they will be able to see the joy in every situation. 
And when they see the joy in every situation, they'll understand that when they counter all joy, knowing that when they meet various trials, that the various trials, because they have been enlightened on how God operates and, and develops us through sanctification, then that person will be in a place where when they meet a trial, they'll count it all joy. That when you're, whatever you face today or whatever you'll face tomorrow, you will already have the perspective, the enlightenment, understand that God prunes those whom he loves, that God wants us to be uh, uh, characters of his, embodying his characteristics so that we'll be able to navigate the terrain. Then you understand that various trials makes me versatile. The Lord is looking for versatility. He's looking for, like Paul said, I know how to be abased and abound. I know how to succeed. I know how to fail. I know how I can be all things to all men in my way. So God is looking for versatility so that you'll know that because I, the reason why I count all joy when I go through various trials, because I know enlightenment again, First, I have to count. Then I must know that the testing of my faith produces patience, emitting, emitting patience. I can't emit patience if I can't count it all joy. You see how they all connect? So when I count it all joy, when I meet trials of various kinds, know that those various trials are going to be versatile, then I'll know that I have to have my faith tested in order for my faith to be trusted because God is not going to entrust in a person whom he can't trust. He will not entrust in you a wife if he can't trust you as a husband. He will not entrust to you a husband if he can't trust you to be a wife. He will not entrust to you levels of success if he knows that you ain't at your optimal best. So I know that the test of my faith produces patience. Do you know everything of life requires patience? Marriage requires patience. Parenting requires patience. Ministry requires patience. Entrepreneurship, business, any other level of success requires patience. That's why everything in life is a marathon, not a sprint. If you're a sprinter trying to run a marathon, you're going to be burnt out before mile one. Most people in today's society are mentally sprinters, are mental sprinters, not mental marathon runners. But when you have the perspective and you're enlightened, then you'll be patient, not frightened, right? And so that's key. So enlightenment is operating from a place of enlightenment involves heightened awareness. You are heightenedly aware. You know how to count. You know that in order for me to be the person I need to be whole, complete, and lacking in nothing, which means that when I'm in God and I'm in a level of maturity in God, right, then I will be whole. The Bible says perfect, but that means whole. Perfect doesn't, wholeness doesn't mean perfect. It means preparedness. When I'm whole, I'm prepared. And I'm not perfect, but I'm whole. I have the fundamental foundational principles already installed in me through the sanctification process, through salvation who comes that comes through Christ, right? Once that's installed, now I can ball. Now, now I can really begin to be the husband, the father I need to be because those traits are installed. Then I can be complete. The reason why most people are not where they are, unable to count it all joy, unable to understand why their faith must be tested, and, and the reasons why they're not patient is because they're trying to compete or complete, but not be completed. In order for me to be who I need to be to compliment my wife, I have to be completed in Christ. He's my source. My wife's my resource. Anything that you try to use to complete you will deplete you. The only person that will not deplete you 
It can only and only one that can complete you is Jesus by his Holy Spirit is able to complete us. That means he's our source for sustainment, not anyone else. Now, when I am completed in Christ. That don't mean I'm finished in Christ. That means I know who my source is and I'm in a sanctification process where other areas are being completed in him. Then I'm able to complement. See, this tie right now that I'm wearing is complete in of itself. This shirt that I'm wearing is complete in of itself. When they come together, it complements. So we have to be complementary. Like we got to be able to say, okay, can I compliment a spouse? Can I compliment children? Can I compliment the next stage? And lacking enough that you can stand boldly as a child of God, knowing that even though you may not have a dollar in your pocket, you got the whole currency of heaven back in you, even though you may not have the expertise or the, the documentation that proves that you should be qualified to be in an area, you got the qualifications from heaven. I'm going a little bit long, but let me let me keep going along. So you have to have heightened awareness, clarity. God is not the author of confusion. He's the author of clarity and understanding. This is key. Heightened awareness, clarity, and understanding are essential for you to tap into your full potential. You have to be heightenedly aware. Holy Spirit, give me the insight I need. Make me heightenedly aware. Give me the clarity about who I am in you and what my purpose is. Give me the understanding of my life. So I can now live. The reason why a lot of people are not living because they have yet to get the understanding of their life. When you get understanding of your life, then you can live. This state allows for wise decision making and a broader perspective. The reason why a lot of people are not attracting sustainable success because they have a limited perspective. Broaden your perspective. Allow God, allow God to have you tap into your peripheral view so that you can be able to understand your past, your present, and your future in one glance. And also, it says essential for navigating challenges. If you're not enlightening who you are, you won't be able to understand why you're being tested. You need, in order to be your best, you have to go through tests because your faith has to be strong. If you can't believe God, in your level of business right now, or your level of entrepreneurship, or your level of success right now, if your faith is small, how can you really have the faith to ball at a higher level or be called to a higher level? Let's keep going. Now, love. Now, we talked about enlightenment. Let's get to love. Love is a powerful and transformative force. The love of God is a powerful and transformative force that if we embody, we can have that force that can transform. When operating from a place of love, you cultivate, nurture, empathy, compassion, and positive connections. This fosters, I'm using these words strategically, a supportive environment for personal and professional goals. So when a person knows they are loved by God and are enlightened about God's love that comes from above, then they won't shove. You see what I'm saying? They'll know how to love. They'll have empathy. They won't be empty of empathy. They'll have compassion and that will foster positive connections. Now, when I know that I'm loved by God, there's no, it creates an environment where lust can't thrive. Lust can't thrive where there's love. Lust cannot thrive where love resides. So now you won't have an overbearing desire for things. 
You won't have an overbearing desire because you know that God loves you. And when you know God loves you and you have been enlightened on his attributes, then you already have counted and calculated that God has what's best for you. That the reason why God hasn't given it to you yet, because he loves you too much. When you know that God loves you, then you will start loving yourself in the interim. In the meantime, you will start loving yourself, which will then emit from you a love, an empathy, a compassion, and will begin to emit from you positive connections so that when you are in the marketplace, entrepreneurially, executively, when you are in a creative space as a creative, that love will permit, the love of God will be emitting from you and people will be naturally drawn to you and then people will buy what you have. They will engage with what you provide. And then you'll begin to see your life elevate financially because you're admitting that you truly care for your clients. All the people that I coach could tell you one thing. Coach Josh goes over and beyond. Coach Josh loves what he does. Coach Josh really cares about my needs. Look at the testimonials. Look at the comments. Look at what I'm giving right now. It's love. I don't want your money. I want you to grow holistic for God's optimus. And in doing so, you will want to compensate me. You'll want to give to me. You'll want to buy a book. You'll want to be a part of my coaching programs. You're saying, if Coach Josh is willing to give me all of this for free, what will he give to me when I when I emit and give to him financially to take me deeper? So when you do, when you know that God is love, and you begin to love yourself, and then you begin to love what you do, then people can't help but love to pay you. That's why I don't have to want for anything because I do what I love because I know that I'm loved and I love myself enough to not lower myself to a level or cheapen myself, but to begin to, 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 to give at a value that I deserve. When operating from a place of love, you cultivate empathy, compassion, and positive This fosters a supportive environment. So your environment is supportive. Your environment is blessed. People know that you truly love them and they can trust you. Let's keep going. Joy. Joy is an uplifting and energizing frequency. Choosing joy means focusing on the positive aspects of life. Let's stop there. I heard uh, Myron Golden, the gentleman that I watched, and y'all check him out. Myron Golden. He taught, he, he proposed, he uh, posed this question. He says, have you ever seen a one-sided sheet of paper? Have you ever seen a one-sided coin? Have you ever seen a one-sided piece of bread? Those things can exist. Though it can exist. One-sided piece of paper doesn't exist, will never exist. One-sided sheet of paper will never exist. One-sided coin will never exist. Why? Because they come two-sided. So when I look at a situation, if I see the negative, I can assume the positive. And no matter what you're facing right now on your path to success, you can see the best side, not the stressed side. You'll be able to look at your situation and be like, I see the positive right away. That's what joy does. Joy is an uplifting and energizing frequency. That's why the joy of the Lord is your strength. In his presence, a fullness of joy. You got to be in awe of God. And in order for you to be in awe of God, you must know that God's awesome. <laughs> when you know that God is awesome, you will always be in awe of him, which then will energize your spirit, energize your soul, emit from you a joy that people can't help but behold. And they'll be able to recognize that that person never folds and they'll buy whatever sold. I'm telling you, 
They'll see the success. People will, will surround you. Favor will surround you like a shield to protect you and, and, and bless you. Choosing joy means focusing on the positive aspects of life, fostering creativity and maintaining a vibrant mindset, which can enhance productivity and attract success. Please understand that. When you focus on the positive aspects of life, then you will attract the positive things of life. Then you will be creative. I, I can't help but create because I foster joy. I can't help but but create. This, this video idea came because I'm enjoying God. I enjoy God all day. <laughs> that keeps me energized all day for me to be able to serve multi, multiple children, kids today, counseling, even adults, uh, uh, being a husband, being a father, and still being able to have enough in the tank because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I love what I do because I'm enlightened on who I am. Foster creativity and maintaining a vibrant mindset, which keeps your mindset from sinking a low frequency. Let's keep going for time's sake. Operating from a place of peace. Oh, sorry, wrong one. And maintain, which can enhance productivity and attract sense. So the more you are joyful, the more productive you are. The more productive you are, the more you'll create. The more you create, the more cash you can create. The more in return you can make, the success you can bring. The more, the more joy you can bring into your marriage. The more, the more hope you can give to your children. The more, more confidence you can give to your children because you're at joy, peace. Real quickly, peaceful frequencies promote a calm and balanced state of mind. Operating from a place of peace reduces stress increases mental clarity and allows for effective problem solving. These are key elements in achieving and sustaining success. In order to sustain success, you got to be calm in the midst of the storm because storms will come to your business. Storms will come to your ministry. Storms will come to your marriage. Storms will come against your children, but they won't, they won't uh, 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 win. If you have peace within, Jesus was in the boat with the, with the, uh, with the disciples. The boat was rocking. Now, we ain't talking about they had music or Metro Booming playing. We ain't talking about rocking like that. We talking about the winds was rocking the boat. And as the boat was rocking, they started getting uh, paranoid. They started getting upset. They began to start getting uh, uh, irate and begin to get uh, anxious. And, they, and, and as the storm was rocking, they forgot who was rocking with them. <laughs> While the boat was rocking, they forgot who was rocking with them. But, but because Jesus was aware of his purpose, but because Jesus knew that it wasn't his time, it didn't matter what storm came against them. Even though everybody else was panicking, when they woke him up, what did he say? Peace be still. <laughs> Peace be still. That's how we got to be able to say from our will, emitting from ourselves, peace be still. Because you can't operate at a high level if you're not calm. Operating from a place of peace reduces stress because you already know that God's in the boat with you. You already know you're going to make it to the other side because you already know that who's residing in the boat with you, then you won't panic. Operating from a place of peace reduces stress, increases mental clarity. And allows for effective problem solving. Listen, most people want God to bring them solutions, but God brings us problems. What does that mean? Problems, don't get me wrong, problems can naturally come to you on their own because of our bad decision making. But sometimes, just like God brought the animals to Adam to see what he would name them, 
God will not solve your problems because he wants to teach you how to problem solve. God ain't trying to solve all our problems. He wants to create problem solvers. Problem solvers solve problems. If you solve small problems, you get small results. You solve big problems, you get big results. But if you always expect God to solve all your problems, then you will never be at a place of resolve to be able to solve. You have to evolve to solve. In order for you to evolve to solve, you got to be resolved in your spirit, knowing that God is with you. Then you'll be able to say, peace be still. I got to creatively think. I got to be at peace to think creatively. I got to be at peace to think uh, and solve these problems because the reason why most people are not able to solve big problems that will bring big solutions to their financial problems is because they're trying to, they're begging God to solve their problems or they don't have the resolve to be able to solve or they haven't evolved to a place to solve. In order for you to solve a big problem, to create something in the marketplace to solve a person's problem, or to create a, a component or a system in ministry to solve a congregant's problems, or to be able to create a book that solves people's problems, you got to be at a place of resolve. You got to be resolved because Jesus already solved. And because Christ is solved, now I'm resolved. And when I'm resolved, now I can evolve. And when I evolve, now I can solve. And then now I can attract success. Let's keep going. I'm getting all in my program. We ain't even scratched the surface because the program that I have goes a little bit deeper. Now, uh, together, these frequencies create a harmonious and elevated internal environment. In order to shift your external environment, you have to shift your internal environment because you only attract what you emit. And we'll get to that a little bit later. I might have to do a part two for time's sake. This in turn, oh, sorry. Together, these frequencies create a harmonious and elevated internal environment. Positively influencing your thoughts. What are you emitting thinking wise? Thinking is energy. Emotions and actions. All these are things that you emit. This in turn attracts more positive experiences, opportunities, and success into your life. Now, let's talk about scriptures that will anchor these foundationally quickly because you I've taught these so many times. It depends on how the spirit leads me. I'll be able to give some more insight. Now, enlightenment, Proverbs 4, 7 says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. So don't spend time trying to build on sight if you don't have insight. And before you build on sight, you got to get the blueprints from the insight. And the only one that has the inner sight is the Holy Spirit, the spirit that's in you, who searches the deep things of God and the full depth of you. And when you begin to know that this is the beginning of wisdom, and wisdom is actually a skill. Wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is skill. Most people think that because I have wisdom, I have knowledge. No, knowledge, wisdom is the application of knowledge, which means the more you apply that knowledge, the more that knowledge becomes skill. And now you do it at will. You see what I'm saying? And now you're able to fulfill. That's what wisdom is. Since the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, go get it, learn it. Find a mentor, find a person that's living the life that you want to live and get wisdom. Get into your Bible, get wisdom, get in your prayer closet, get wisdom, get, get on your knees and pray and get wisdom. Read books, get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. Ask the Holy Spirit, I just don't want the general wisdom on this topic. I want my specific insight wisdom. Holy Spirit, give me the insight. The reason why I'm able to succeed at the life that I'm at right now, because the Holy Spirit has given me insight on people's problems that I can help solve. 
So that's enlightenment. Give me the insight of who I am in you, God. Give me the insight of what you have inside of me. Do you know inside of me is more than just the 10 books that I've written? More than just the four card games that I've written? That's what I've released. <laughs> but what's unreleased is going to be based upon how much of the stuff that I cease doing. So what I'm trying to tell you is there's more in you. The Holy Spirit saying, let me show you what's in you and pull it out of you. Listen, I will not be where I'm at today if I didn't spend time with the Holy Spirit enough to find the insight. The book, first book, Unplugged. The second book, World War Me. The next book, The Purpose of Signals. The next book, The Purpose of Freedom. The next book, uh, Dating Prep. The next book after that, uh, 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 The Wholeness Journal. The next book after that, As He Says. The book after that, Facts of the Feelings. The book after that, uh, um, and I forgot it, um, Counterfeit a Counterpart. And, and then The Multi-Purpose. All that was already in me while I was in my mother's womb. The dating prep card game, the memory muscle card game, the facts over feels card game, the the uh, whole card game was in me when I was in my mother's womb. The, the, the 2,500 plus videos that I've done was already in me. And the 25,000 other stuff that I'm going to create is, is waiting to emit out of me. But you can't emit until you know who's legit and, 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 allow, and then allowing him to make you legitimate so that you will be able to go get it. But you got to go get wisdom. Lord, show me who I am so I can apply the skill that I need to apply so that I can fly. Love. First Corinthians 6, 14. Let all that you do be done in love. <laughs> Emit. Let all that you do be done in love. If you don't love, if you don't have the love in you, borrow that love. God, help me to love my wife. Help me to love my husband. Help me to love my children. Help me to love. Help me to admit. Because because we don't know that God is love, and because we haven't embraced the love of God, and because we haven't loved ourselves, now we're emitting low-level frequency of emotions, and now our kids don't feel love. Our spouses don't feel love. The community that we're supposed to serve don't even know that you even have the solution that will help love them enough out of these situations. That's why I said, let all you do be done in love. Everything from the person at the gas station, for the person to cut you off in traffic, for the co-worker, let all you do be done in love. Joy, you make known to me, Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of my life. <laughs> Insight. That's something to process. You make known to me. Your mama can't, your daddy can't. That's why you can't go by their advice. Oh, you like a doctor. You like a preacher. Oh, you like this. Don't go by that. He makes known to you the path of your life. It says, in your presence, I love this verse, there is a fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures evermore. Are you in his presence? If not, you won't have the fullness of joy that you need. Now, peace. We know this, Philippians 4, 7. And then the peace of God. Be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, verse 7, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind. How many people having heart attacks and losing their mind because they haven't found God's peace? Do you know many how many people got pieces in their car and, and security guards with pieces and they still don't have peace? Because you know why? Their security guards may keep out humans, but their security guards can't keep out their fetishes or their demons. So you need it in the peace of God. And the reason why people don't want to get into the peace of God is because they have to get rid of the other things that they deem make them peaceful. Whew. Now, here's the emotional spectrum. I'm going to end with these last two things. Good gracious. Got a lot of points. I may just go an hour. Just consider this a training. Emotional spectrum. Here are positive emotions, or positive states, neutral states, challenging states, 
and negative states. I have an activity with the worksheet. Make sure you download link in the description box below. Let me go ahead and post that link now for those who want to go ahead and get that worksheet as I speak. I'm going to go ahead and post that worksheet in the, in the live chat. And if you're watching later, that uh, that uh, worksheet is in the description box below in the comment section. And the reason why I want you to go through this worksheet is for you to be able to see where you fall. Scale to one to ten to see if how enlightened you are, how much of love you are. But here's the uh, emotional spectrum. Here are the one, two, three, four, five, six things in the positive state. This means you're in a positive state. Number one, you're enlightened. Love, joy, peace. We're talking about that. Contentment and acceptance. You're in a positive state. State means this is where you live. Right now, I'm in the state of North Carolina. This is where I predominantly live. I cannot physically, flesh and blood, flesh, blood, and bones cannot be in two states at the same time. I can be in multiple states like I am right now, multiple countries like I am right now, virtually, but physically I can't. So a state means this is where I typically reside. This is where I've made my residence. That's enlightenment, that you're enlightened and you know who you are, who you are, and what you're supposed to do. You know that you're loved. You have a state of joy that's operating at a high level. You're at a state of peace and you're content. Contentment says, God, wherever you want me to pitch this tent, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be upset. Cause I trust that I trust, I trust why you have me here. And I trust that you're with me. And acceptance. Acceptance means, yo, not acceptance as far as accepting like a way of life. We're talking about accepting, hey, this is the life that God wants me to. I've accepted my purpose. I've accepted who I am in Christ. I've accepted. I've already accepted. The reason why most people, that's why that's at the bottom of the positive state. In order for you to get to the higher level of freedom, you have to accept. You have to accept that God knows where your husband is. You have to accept your singleness. You have to accept the fact that your husband's out there, that your wife's out there. You have to accept that God has you single for right, right now for a reason. You have to accept this is where your marriage is right now. You have to accept it. I'm not sitting there saying that you have to embrace it. And, and, and anchor your life in that area all the days like, but what I'm saying you have to accept this where you are because how can you change a situation if you can't accept the situation? You got to accept it. I, I, I had to learn this principle a long time ago. I have to accept this is where God has me in ministry. I can't be begging and and and, and, and pursuing uh, viral moments and, and, and get my face in front of the masses if that's not what God wants me right now. So I have to accept it. Once I accept it, I'm content. Once I'm content, I'm at a peace. Once I'm at peace, I'm joyful. Once I'm joyful, I, I can love. Once I'm at love, then I'm more enlightened on where I'm at and so and so. I'm not saying they're in that order, but you see how they coexist. Now, a neutral state means you're just in the high, right? That's boredom. Boredom is in the middle because it's dangerous. Boredom is probably the most dangerous place to be. It's neutral, right? That means you're in a place of, of, of in the middle. You don't know exactly where you want to go. You don't know if you want to stay positive or go down to the challenging and negative areas. You're bored. This is dangerous because when you're bored, your enemy's not bored of you. <laughs> They're on your tail. That's why you're the tail, not the head, because they on your tail. <laughs> and in your head. Because they know you're not spiritually fed. Or you could just be spiritually dead. Because you're not anchoring the one who was physically the one that bled for you. And you have allowed him to be the head of your life. You see where I'm going with this. But when you're bored, you don't have time to be bored. There's so many books you can write, so many songs you can create, so many businesses you can amplify, so many people you can coach and educate, so much money to make. 
It's too much money out here, too much people to reach, too much impact to be bored. See, the idle mind is the devil's playground. The idle mind leads to idle hands. Idle hands leads to idol worship. Then you'll be worshiping these athletes. You'll be worship. You'll be filling up your life with all these unnecessary idols in these shrines, and you're not making success for yourself. Now, here are the low level frequencies: challenging state and negative state. Challenging state is frustration and discontent. When you bored and then the undealt with issues of your heart begins to rise to your mind, then you get frustrated. It is. I'm gonna do a video on this about frustrated a little bit later. But you, we have to learn how to handle frustration. We have to be able to say, yeah, I may be frustrated, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to allow this frustrating moment to ruin the frequency of my day because I still got things to attract. Like right, right now at 718, I still have things to attract in this day. That's why I have to walk in obedience. I don't have time to be frustrated earlier on when my, my documents weren't working and my internet was off and on and, and, and my, my uh, thumbnail wasn't happening. I couldn't get frustrated because I still had to attract the 17 people watching and the thousands that's going to watch later and the coach, people that's going to join my coaching programs and the people that's going to buy books, card games. I still have things to attract. And me doing me doing this attractive thing at the moment activated by the holy spirit will attract beyond november 15th some of you are watching this on november 16th some of y'all watching november 17th hey y'all thank y'all for watching later some of y'all right now i'm recording this at 718 somebody's watching this at 918 somebody's watching this 918 2024 on 11 15. wherever you watching this was done at seven o'clock around seven to six thirty seven o'clock at a, on, on november 15 2023 so I don't got time to be frustrated when I still got things to attract. The day is still, the night is still young. I can get 10 people in my program right now. I can get, I can sell a thousand books today. I can, well, all this stuff. I don't got time to be frustrated. I don't got time to be frustrated and start permeating into my wife when I go eat dinner with my wife and when I go play with my daughter. I don't got time to be frustrated because that's an energy. That's a frequency that will flow and emit from you and then will enter other people, causing them frustrated, frustration, causing them confusion. And I can't be discontented. Discontentment is a negative state. It's a bad state. You're basically telling God that you don't know how to guide. You got to ride with the guy. Like if the guide is guiding, then be guided. So you won't be blindsided. Negative state. This is the bottom tier. Sadness, anger, fear, and despair. We're talking about not emotions because you're going to be sad. The Bible says be angry, but sin not. God is not sitting there saying that you're not going to have these emotions. You're going to be sad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be fearful and you and despair. No, that's a choice. But you're going to have these different things, right? But don't sin with it. Be sad, but don't be sad long because you still got things to attract. Sadness attracts sadness. <laughs> oh, pity has pity. I don't got time to attract sadding, sadful energy, sad energy. No. Yeah, you may be sad, but don't be sad long because when you're sad long, you end up being mad long. And when you're mad long, you end up doing some bad things for a long period of time. Bad is the is the byproduct of mad. Mad is the byproduct of sad. Sad is a byproduct of a person who's not glad. Yeah, be sad, but don't be sad long. What you do with sadness, what you do with anger, what you do with fear, get your phone, set a timer. Give yourself 15 to 30 minutes. 15 minutes to vent. God, okay, I'm going to be sad for 30 minutes. That's it. When that, when that clock goes off, 
I'm going to shift. Do you know you can shift any emotion by perspective, by reflecting, not deflecting, right? So the, to the toxic negative emotions states, I mean, you in a state of sadness. You live in sadness. <laughs> That's you, 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 you constantly sad. You can't, you always angry. You always afraid. You can't even succeed because you fear success and failure. We'll talk about that in another video. And you're at a place of depression, despair. That's the last depression is the last one. Do you understand that the devil wants you to slide down the pole of this spectrum? Stripping away all the things that God wants to give you. He wants you to get to a place of despair, depression, because that's when suicide comes in. That's when suicidal thoughts creep your mind. That's where, 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 where you're afraid and, and you, you, you're bombarded by the news. You're bombarded by people's opinions. You, you're in a state of depression because that person left you because, because you don't know God's love for you. You see? Let's keep going for time's sake. Enlightenment, love, and joy, peace are considered high frequencies because they reflect positive and harmonious state of being. Oh, I already, I already did this. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Here's the interconnected something real quickly. And then I'm going uh, to go. I got two more areas to go through. And we'll go. The interconnected, I'm going to show you how to interconnect it. In order of enlightenment, love, joy, and peace, create a harmonious and progressive journey towards a more fulfilling life. Enlightenment. The journey often begins with enlightenment, gaining awareness and understanding. This heightened consciousness sets the stage for positive change, sets the stage, guiding individuals towards a more purposeful and uh, intentional existence. Love. From enlightenment emerges a profound appreciation for, okay, I will talk about this. We'll skip this. Now, this is what I want to get to. Enlightenment, love, joy, and peace are often considered magnetic qualities. That's what we're going to talk about. That's how these four things attract success. Enlightenment, love, joy, and peace are often considered magnetic qualities because of the positive energy they emit, influencing personal experiences, interaction in various ways. So we see that when you embody these different qualities, all right? energies that you emit, right? It influences your experiences. Now, you having these embodiments can influence any experiment or experience. Now you can turn a negative situation to a positive like that. A soft answer can wipe away wrath. You see what I'm saying? Knowing what to look for, discernment will begin to show you how to move. Now, let's talk about number one, magnetic self-alignment with purpose. This right here, these four things, will help you self-align with your purpose. Enlightenment, particularly in the context of knowing oneself in connection to God and a higher purpose, can be magnetic. Understanding one's identity and purpose is believed to create a powerful alignment with the divine plan. That means alignment. In my program, we talked about design, align, and assign. In order for you to be assigned something, you have to be in alignment to something. And you have to be aligned to God's original design for what it is that you want to be assigned to. And you can learn more about my fulfillment program a little bit later. This alignment serves as a magnetic force, drawing in experiences, drawing in relationships, drawing in opportunities that resonate with one's authentic self and purpose. Things must resonate. The reason why y'all watch me is because you resonate with me. And the only reason why you resonate with me is because I am my authentic self. So when you are authentic, then you create an audience. Authenticity creates audiences. Audiences then creates opportunities for you to be successful. 
This alignment serves as a magnetic force drawing in experiences, relationships, and opportunities that resonate with one's authentic self and purpose. When individuals operate from a place of spiritual clarity, that's who you really are, they often find that their journey unfolds in a way that aligns harmoniously with their deeper purpose. This magnetic self-alignment can lead to a more fulfilling and purpose-driven life. What What has yet to unfold because you already folded? Hmm. Number two, attract. Oh, let's skip that. I don't think. um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Attracting similar energy. Positive states such as love and joy tend to attract similar energy. Do you know wealthy people are typically happy people? (laughs) Wealthy people are typically joyful people. I'm talking about typically not always. Even the sinners are happy because they got money. If you want to attract the wealth of the wicked, you got to be happier than the wicked. <laughs> you got to be more loving than the wicked. They got to know that you care. They got to know that you have something they can't pay. Do you know people will pay you a lot of money to have what God gave you for free? How did you how do you love your wife? That's a coaching program right now. How do you love your children? That's a program right there. That's a book right there. That's a, a webinar. That's a that's a course right there. How how do you reach a place of joy in your business? How do you reach a place of joy in God? That, that comes from being loving and joyful. When individuals operate from these frequencies, they often find themselves surrounded. <laughs> Surrounded by positivity, supportive relationships, and opportunities that align with their state of being. That's Lord, I'm telling you, that's I'm a living witness. I, I'm so I'm surrounded by blessings. I favor surrounds me like a shield because I'm in fellowship. When you are in fellowship with God, you have higher frequency. Higher frequency then starts emitting a, a higher levels of fulfillment. And then you'll begin to say, Man, I'm attracting similar people. People banging my email talking about, hey, can you, can I want what you have. <laughs> and you know what I do? Holy Spirit gives me the program to teach them to have what I have by the grace of God. That's why I got to make sure I am loving and joyful around my wife. So when we, on, when we outside, <laughs> see at the basketball game, kids be, be smiling and be like, oh, because my wife will lay her head on my shoulder in front of 100, 200 people at a basketball game. My wife grabs for my hand when we're walking out. My daughter reaches for me. My daughter, like, that's what I want. I don't want to market in front of you all on a virtual online, something that I don't have in stock. Imagine me advertising a strong relationship with my wife and a loving foundation for my daughter. But when you see me in public, I don't, re- I don't match the energies that I'm delivering on this video screen. Energies have to match across the board. You just can't have this energy in profession. You can't have this energy just at your workplace. You have a work wife. Then you have a work husband. See? Then you start attracting similarities over there. That's actually, even though you're attracting that, doesn't mean that's what God wants to attract. Because when you know that you, when you know God's love, love limits. When you have the joy of the Lord, joy of the Lord doesn't mean that you're foolish and that you're out here wilding. You're still discerning. Each of these qualities are still discerning qualities. And so if you want to attract similar energy, match the energy. Keep that same energy. If you want to attract certain things, 
then you have to keep that same energy. So you got to start in, uh, asking people, what energy are you operating in? What are your habits that put you at that level of energy? What scripture do you read? What, what perspective do you have? How do you pray? How do you seek God? How do you, how do you love your wife? How do you love your husband? How do you serve your children? Uh, how do you preach the word of God? And I feel the anointing there. I feel it as residue all around me. And how do you do that? So that you can learn how to keep that same energy. Because when you keep that same energy, then you create synergy. When you create synergy, then you're financially set. Then you're relationally set for life. When individuals operate from these frequencies, they often find themselves surrounded by positive support. Like my wife, my daughter, my daughter is like one years old, but I'm saying she loves me. I can feel it. The people that I serve, they love me. I'm surrounded by support. Like, it don't matter what happens in my life. I know for a fact I can I got I can call on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of how I've been a blessing to so many people. This alignment is believed to enhance oh the wrong one. Uh and opportunities that align with their state of being. Could it be that the reason why you're not attractive, positivity, supportive relationships, and opportunities is because you're not in alignment and in keeping that same energy? Number three, positive resonance. People naturally resonate with positive energy. When individuals radiate enlightenment, ooh, 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 okay, okay, I'm, okay, I'm gonna go back. Think of how it goes. When individuals radiate enlightenment, love, joy, or peace, they create a positive resonance that can positively influence those around them. This, in turn, can lead to collaborative and supportive environments. Oh my goodness, understand that. Individuals want you to be you. If I started preaching like some of these preachers right now, y'all would fall off this channel. I ain't listening to you no more. You sound like them. If I want them, I'll go to them. But because I am who I am by the grace of God, and because I'm emitting Joshua Ijike Eze in his authentic self, because I'm emitting who I am authentically, people look for that. People want to know, yo, he is who he is wherever he goes. Interview anybody around me. That's what you got to do. Can, could you get the same outcome if you, if you interviewed everyone in your, in your orbit? If you interviewed everybody in your orbit, would you still have the outcome of the feedback that you wish to hear? You have to be the same. That's a characteristics children of God embodies from their father. The Heavenly Father is being the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about there's no growth. I'm talking about the same core qualities. People naturally resonate with positive energy. People resonate with individuals radiate enlightenment, radiate love, radiate joy, radiate peace. People surround those different people. And then if you actually have a, a solution to their problem, you see how then you could be successful in your business, successful entrepreneurship when you resonate with people because you embody these core, these core four. When you embody these core four, you'll never be poor. They create a positive resonance that can positively influence those around. Do you know by you being yourself, you can in, you can uh, influence other people to want to be themselves? When you are loving your wife, do you know there's a husband looking at you right now saying, hey, man, I'm going to do better because he's doing better. When you when you're loving your husband and other women are going to be like, man, I want to be a wife. Like I remember when my, my wife and I were dedicating our daughter in front of the church and there was this young man who's been following me, who's been with me for two years at the school that I serve. This young man came to me the next day, said, Mr. Ezzy, I want what you have. Bro, people are watching. <laughs> so I have to keep that same energy. 
This in turn can lead to collaborative and supportive environments. So this right now, when you can influence people by embracing the core four, then and then you inspire people to have the core four, then they'll be more patient, faithful, gentle, kind, and self-controlled people in our world today. Because in order for you to really be self-controlled as a husband or a wife or self-controlled as an entrepreneur navigating and single entrepreneur navigating the complexities of, of the lustfulness of this life, you 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 got to have the core four. And we'll talk, maybe I have to do a part two on how the core four will, will ensure that you'll never pour spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially, and professionally. Heightened creativity. Two more and I'm done. Joyful and peaceful states often foster creativity and innovation. Individuals in these states are more likely to generate creative ideas and solutions, attracting opportunities that align with their innovative mindset. I love this. Let me break it down. Heightened creativity. The first thing that we hear about God's character, what does Genesis 1-1 says? In the beginning, God, what? Type it in the comments. Type it in the chat. I want to see it. I want to see it. What did he do? In the beginning, God what? Created. God is a creative. A creative God creates creative children. So when we have heightened creativity and joyfulness and peacefulness is in the presence of God, and we are in awe of God's awesomeness. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you, Nubian Soul Child. And those who's coming later, when we embody the joy of the Lord that gives us strength, then and we're in a peaceful state knowing that all oh, that's powerful. In order for us to endure the creative process, in order for us to get to the to the to the surplus and the financial uh, wealth that comes with ideas, you know, income follows ideas. You have to create an asset of a mind. Is your mind a liability or an asset? We'll talk about that in another video. But your mind has to be an asset that's able to attract. <clears throat> but your mind must be, I'm going to do this tomorrow, a free training on mindset, maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday this weekend, of how to create a manufacturing mindset, a mind that creates ideas. God trusts this mind to create books, to create programs. He's, in, he's trusting me to create card games, to create opportunities of enlightenment, love, joy, and peace in people in one-on-one experiences and collective experiences and and, 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 and shifting schools and, and shifting churches and shifting businesses. And that's the power that I have. But if your mind is, hasn't been shifted and hasn't been properly set, then my friend, it won't become an asset that will attract God's best. And so when you embody the core four, then you have heightened creativity. It says these joyful and peaceful states often foster creativity and innovation. Do you know God is not done innovating? Do you know God, and I, I believe this, God is not done innovating sandwich? The first sandwich was probably a ham and cheese sandwich. But if if, if people only stopped there, then we would have never had the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my goodness, imagine a world, those who grew up in poverty, <laughs> imagine a world without peanut butter and jelly. Imagine a world without bologna and cheese. Imagine a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant never being created. Imagine a world without hamburgers. Imagine a world without Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Imagine a world without fish fillet sandwiches. Imagine a world without uh, 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 um, meatball subs, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. Imagine somebody looked at a piece of bread 
and looked around and said, this can go in between. God is not done with making sandwiches. People still making desserts I never heard of in my life. Somebody still, I saw a, a Thanksgiving egg roll with collard greens, candy yams, and turkey in it. Somebody looked at the egg roll and said, I don't want the Asian egg roll. I want soulful rolls. I want soul rolls. Right? So what am I saying? When you spend time with God, you'll be surprised you create. I'm creating new programs, stuff that's never been heard of. That's what I ask God. When I spend creative sessions with God, I ask God to reveal to me something you've never revealed another person that ever lived. Give me better metaphors. Give me better analogies. God, God, infuse my rhyme schemes. Like God, God, get in this and, 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 and reveal to the world that they've never seen a person like me before. And they will never see a person like me before. And could that be you? Don't you want to be that person that's never been done before? You're right. It ain't a poverty sandwich no more because I got money and I love PNBJ. I don't care where I go in life. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich is going with me. It don't matter where I go in life. PB&J is going to be in my life. But it was a childhood necessity. You're right. You're right. The bologna and cheese sandwich might have been a poverty sandwich. You know, the syrup sandwiches that I used to eat with, it was just bread and syrup. That was my, see, we didn't have enough time. We were so poor, we didn't have enough time to put it on the grill and grill and make French toast. Now, here's bread, here's some syrup. Because mama had to go to her second job. Here's bread and syrup. You want something sweet? Get the bread and syrup. <laughs> so God is not done innovating. If you stop hating, then you can get to innovating. And if you can stop debating, then you can get to innovating. If you can stop degrading, you can get back to innovating. Individuals in these states are more likely to generate creative ideas and solutions. Could it be the reason why you're broke and you're not successful? Or could it be that the reason why you are successful, but you're not successful eternally is because you are pursuing a career, not a calling? Or could it be that you haven't answered the call of God? See, the best money is in your purpose. When you're pursuing a purpose of God, then you can't help but have the money in your purses or your wallet. It says generate creative ideas and solutions, attract the opportunity that align with their innovative, innovative mindset. Time say I don't have my charge, my phone down, my computer down, so I gotta hurry up. Improved relationships. Oh man, how much time I got left on this thing? 18% remaining. Improved relationships, love, joy, and peace contribute to healthier and more fulfilling relationships. Positive connections, hear me, with others can lead to collaborative efforts, shared goals, and mutual support. Creating a network that facilitates the achievement of individual desire. Now, understand, within my fulfillment program, I talk about this. We, we have a, a month or two that we dive deeper into strained relationships due to uh, unbalanced success. And I talk about in the program how, how it's important for us to build stronger connections. That the reason why most people are don't have work-life balance they're not in work-life harmony it's because they don't they're not invested in their wife's ideas they're not invested in her husband's ideas they're investing in providing but they're not investing in providing they're not investing in in how can we create family do you know in the bible days there were they were family business what happened to family businesses even if your wife may not but she'll support it He'll support it like your husband support. People will not support what you do if they don't feel like they're if, if they don't feel like that you're into them or that you want them in your life. And I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna do a whole video on work life balance and how that's a myth. Another video. But love, joy, and peace contribute to healthier. We're not talking about uh, 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 just having one. We want healthy relationships and more fulfilling relationships. 
that my wife feels and I feel, my daughter feels, when I see her laugh, it fills me up when I see my daughter laugh and roll around. That fills me up. When I see my wife smile and she's happy to see me come on, that fills me up. And we're all fulfilling each other. Positive connection with others can lead to collaborative efforts. Shared goals and mutual support. I'm going to do a whole video on that. So I'm going to read through that quickly. So give me one second. So we see that when we embody the core four, we'll never be poor. When we embody the core four, then we can properly pour. See what I'm saying? When we embody the core four, now we'll be able to have success at higher levels because we'll be emitting frequencies that calls out into the world and attracts it. In order to attract, you do not attract what you desire. You attract who you are. Become. You have to be in order for the thing to come to you. You have to become it for it to come to you. See, the thing, the life about the thing about life is life, the goal of life is not chasing things, but things chasing you. The goal of life is not to, to go and get things, it's for things to come and get you. That you become the mature person that God deems ready and prepared, to whom, whom he can entrust for a long period of time. So I pray this video was a blessing to you. I pray that it shifted your perspective. Hope that it got you to a place where you begin to assess where you are. And I have a worksheet that I want to share with you real quickly with time permits so that you'll be able to um, tap into this in a greater in a greater way. Uh, is that the right one? Nope, that ain't the right one. Success frequencies. Here we go. Let me share the screen. Here is the worksheet. Self-reflection activity description. Assessing your frequencies. This uh, self-reflection activity is designed to help you evaluate, understand the frequencies at which you currently operate in and various aspects of your life. By rating yourself on a scale of one to 10 for each category, you gain insights into your emotional well-being and identity and identify areas of for growth. Here's a breakdown of each category. Positive. Enlightenment reflects your commitment to knowledge, personal growth, and finding purpose. Love. Assess your ability to cultivate positive relationships, express empathy, and practice self-love. Joy. Explores your experience of happiness, positive mindset, and finding joy in simple pleasures. Peace. Measure stress management, mindfulness, and inner tranquility. Contentment. Gauges your satisfaction with current circumstances and appreciates for what you have. Acceptance. Oh, this is the wrong one. This is the wrong one. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'll make sure I post... Bear with me. I'll make sure you get that was that was page one. I forgot to put page two. So what I'm gonna do is um give me give me about 30 minutes or so. I'm gonna put page two with that so you can be able to do the worksheet. Um, but if this message resonates with you and you're at a place where you want to go deeper and you need that mentoring and you need that 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 connection to a community and you really want to grow. So that in the next three to six months, you'll begin to see yourself attracting at a high level the things that you desire to be in your marriage, the things you desire to be in your profession and your purpose, and the things you desire to be in relationship with God. And you want to start attracting those different things because you're operating at a higher frequency. I want you to go to the link in the description box below or go to the link uh, under the YouTube video and Facebook video and click that link for coaching programs. If you had a place right now where you say, coach, I want to pursue my purpose <clears throat> at a high level, but I'm mentally not there. I don't have the mental clarity or the mental resilience 
to be able to operate a level of excellence, then check out my resilient, resilient program that will help you no matter where you stuck on the path to success that will give you the mindset at best to attract God's best so that you can have a manufacturing mind that can pump out ideas, a resilient mind that's able to navigate the complexities of life so that you will be able to live the life that God has for, foresaw you to live in. Also, if that's if that you say my mindset's good, coach, but coach, man, I'm only successful professionally or I'm only successful in certain areas, but I want to embody these frequencies that will ensure that I operate at a high level in every area of my life, that I'm operating at a high level spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and professionally. Because I tell you, a lot of people don't understand how much money they can save and how much pain they can avoid if they begin to understand holistic success and understanding God's designs in every area so that you will be able to align your life to his designs so that you can fulfill what he has assigned at a high level and then people will begin to bless your life. Could it be that the reason why you're not as successful as you could be because you're not taking care of your wife? You're not loving towards your husband? You're not parenting your children well? You're not, you're not, you're not, uh, 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 your relationship with God is absent? or not evident at all, you're mentally all over the place uh, and you're emotionally entangled with all these entanglements. Could it be that you're losing money, that you're about to go into a divorce? How much does a divorce cost? How much does losing your children cost? And, well, you know how much money people have to pay when, when their children lives in lifestyles that, that, that's, that's, that's causing uh, therapy bills and all that kind of stuff? Where would you, how much money could you save if you're in sync with God? How much money could you save? Not only save, but make when you don't understand these core four, my friend, you will be poor in one of these areas. And when you're poor in any area, you're going to be poor in every area because poor in any area will lead you to being poor financially, stripping your money away. And so if this resonates with you, you want to be a part of the program, go to my website now, apply and let's get to work. We start in January 2nd. So you have some time. Even if you're watching this after January 2nd, my Fulfillment Elite program, you can sign it at any time. That's my mastermind, my inner circle. That's that place where I'm doing deep mentoring that I'm, I'm giving for a whole year, 12 to 18 months. We're going to take these components and really go deeper. But if you want a shorter, comp, a more uh, uh, a quick version, six-month version of my Fulfillment program, you can, you can join in that as well. Well, no, that will come out every six months. My mindset program is every three months. But if you, if you want to take it to the elite level, where you, we really get into these different things and we grow together and we have meetups and we have uh, uh, conferences together and we and, and we, we you come to Charlotte or we create different cities and we build a community, a family of people fulfilling at a high level. And my friend, that elite program is for you. Join the Inner Circle today, uh, Fulfillment Program today, uh, my Resilient Program today. I look forward to serving. Also, check out other books. I'm going to get that worksheet out to you. I got to go for my computer dies. I have other resources as well. Books like Multipurposes book right here is the foundation to a lot of my programs, what I'm doing right now. The how to find and fulfill your purposes in life. You have more than one purpose. When you understand the purpose of what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a wife, what it means to be an entrepreneur, all purposes are in alignment and are interconnected. If you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, will be a great resource for you. If you're in a situation right now where you're looking at someone, you don't know if that's God's best and you want to see and test it, this book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, would be a great book for you. If you're struggling with your feelings and you want to find the facts behind it so you can get back to fulfilling your purpose, this book, Facts Over Feelings, would be a great resource for you. 
If you just want to hold the things in your life better, this book, The Holding Journal, is a great journal for you to assess how you hold the important things in your life. If you're struggling with your singleness and you want to find the purpose of it so that you can be able to enjoy the purposes of mingleness, <laughs> in this book, The Purpose of Singleness will be a great resource for you to help you maximize your purpose. If you're looking for a dating tool, either while you're single, you're single right now, you say, man, I need a book to make sure I know how to date for the rest of my life, the love of my life. So I can have my non-negotiables ready. So I'll be able to know how to properly discern if this person even dateable, maritable. Or if you're in a relationship right now and y'all haven't got married yet, but you want to see if you guys are on the same sentence, on the same paragraph, on the same page. Be on the same page is not good enough. See, if I, in my econ class, if I have three people read at the same time from three different paragraphs, it's going to cause confusion. The other people can't even find where to read. So you have to be on the same sentence, on the same paragraph, on the same page. The only way you can do that is synergy with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will ensure that he keeps y'all in the same sentence. Even if y'all bump off a sentence or two, at least you will be bumped off on a whole nother page. Also, if you married to somebody, you want to keep the flame alive, man. You want to keep them dates, you know, bubbling with the right questions to kind of keep the corporation, the family business going. This dating prayer will be good for you. If you have a young person and you want them to start their art early, whatever their art is, whether it's in sports, whether it's at, uh uh, art, artistry, or business or entrepreneurship. This book, as he says, as in for students I serve, are full of proverbial sayings that I've coined that will help your young people find success. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, you really want to find, uh, understand the whole armor of God. This book, World War Me, will be a great resource for you. And my first book, Unplug, I don't even have it here, but I also have card games like Dating Prep and all that good stuff. Whole, all that stuff's available on my website, mycoachjosh.com. I love you all. Join me in these programs. We're going to go deeper, man. Let's take this to the next level so that you will be able to defeat them new devils. And so I love you all. Y'all be blessed. Remember the core four, enlightenment, love, joy, and peace. Do the worksheet and find out where you are so you can be able to go far. Love you all. Y'all be blessed. Catch y'all next time. Peace.